Drink water, check. <coughs> Clear throat, check. Test microphone, check. Close cabinet, check. You're listening to Tripod, the trilingual podcast in its English version. If you're passionate about the miracle of human language and human voice, you've reached your destination. Are you an Egyptian colloquial Arabic learner, a modern standard Arabic learner, a classical Arabic learner, an Arabic learner anyways, any other language learner? You've reached a new world. Well, a new language is a new world. Welcome to... Work like an Egyptian. Rather, talk like an Egyptian. Hello everyone, this is the third uh, room of Talk Like an Egyptian uh, Club. Those who are joining for the first time, this is a club derived from a book called Talk Like an Egyptian. You can find it on Amazon and Lingualism.com. Uh, in the first, in the very first time, we gave an introduction on the Arabic language in general, all the way to the Egyptian colloquial Arabic. Then we uh, discussed the different layers and meanings of Kida. And Kida actually was, uh, had so many meanings that it took two sessions or two times, uh, two rooms. Today we will start with the chapter Malish. Uh, we had a vote last time and you guys picked Malish. Uh, let's start off with just a quick question to Eric Owiju and Segel and Abid. Do you guys know the original uh, modern standard Arabic of Malish? I believe I read it in the book. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I heard in the standard Arabic. Yeah, we use it as well in Algerian. Yeah, so it, it's uh, la alaik, right? Uh, yes, but uh, it's it, it, the it's this is how we say it in the modern standard Arabic. But ma'alish is uh, believed to be taken from ma'alaihi shay. Nothing against it or nothing against him. Yeah, yeah. Ma'alaihi shay. So no problem. Let me read the uh, introduction to the chapter. Ma'alish is used to downplay a situation whether to console, sympathize, or apologize. The word originally comes from the modern standard Arabic phrase which literally means nothing against it. So the very first usage is sympathy. Malish can express sympathy. We can read the very first mini-dialogue. How about Uwiju and Abit? It's a very difficult Okay. تخيل, imagine, you know, تخيل is the verb imagine. After all this work, they fired me. Rafaduni, they fired me. Malish, so he's he's consoling him or showing sympathy. Malish, hawin ala nafsak. Hawin ala nafsak is like take it easy on yourself, okay? Don't bother. Hawin comes from hayin, which which means like easy or something that is soft. So hawin ala nafsak as a verb, like take it easy on yourself. Inshallah, God willing, in the, in this context. Uwiju, you said Rabbana. Rabbana is the modern standard Arabic pronunciation of the word. 
In Egyptian, however, we, we do it with kasra. Rabbina. Rabbina. Rabbina, our Lord, ya'awwadak. Well, I was, uh, I didn't see the kasra. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, um, it's funny that the, what you said is the modern standard uh, pronunciation, the proper pronunciation of the word, Rabbana. But this is if, if we're speaking modern standard Arabic, but in Egyptian colloquial, we say Rabbina. Okay. Okay. So we do, you, you know that uh, the, the, when there is Shadda, the Kasra is under the Shadda. This is Kasra. Yeah. When it's Fatha, it's actually above the Shadda. Okay. Rabbina. Uh, Go ahead. Rabbina. Mm-hmm. Rabbina. Rabbina, yes. I have a question. So, the Khayal means to imagine. So, Khayal is like imagination? Yes. Exactly. Khayel. Uh-huh. Imagination, fantasy. Khayel or like... For example, uh, science, science fiction is khayel alma. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, back to ya'awadak, uh, <laughs> this verb. Insha'Allah, Rabbina ya'awadak. Bi-shughl ahsan. Bi-shughl ahsan. Insha'Allah, God willing, Rabbina, our Lord. And this is, uh, Egyptians always refer to, to God saying Rabbina. Unlike, I think, in, in, in the Levantine countries, you guys say Allah a lot, in this sense, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. Allah yikhalik, Allah yikrimak, and so. Sometimes we say it in, 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 some, in some expressions, like inshallah, mashallah, and so on, and we say Allah yawad alik sometimes, alhamdulillah, and so on. But when we refer to uh, uh, God, we, we often use the, the word Rabbina, which means our Lord. You as as Lebanese, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is something I noticed. In in uh, Egyptians, however, use we, we rarely use Allah when we talk about Allah. We use the word Rabbina yeah, more often. So Rabbina Ya'awadak. Ya'awadak means Ya'awad means to compensate, like uh, give you something better. Ya'awadak, b with bishugl. Ahsan. And shughl, it means a work or a job. Here it, it gives the sense of a job. With a better job. Ahsan. Bishughl ahsan. Don't bother. Just take it easy on yourself. God willing, our Lord God will compensate you with a better job. So, uh, we can read the second uh, mini dialogue. Segal, are you, are you willing to... Eric. Eric, although they're both, they're both feminine. I'm not sure if you guys are fine with this. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a big deal. Okay. I'll try because I'm not good with the Egyptian dialogue. Wait, okay. Mish Arfa. Arf Arif is is the masculine form of it. I don't know how, which means I can't. Mish Arif. But with, with the feminine form, we say arfa. There's no tashkil on the on the on the rah sound. Okay, so arfa, arfa, mish arfa. Okay. Ah, okay. Because I saw like the ayn has like alif, so I thought it was like mish like, Yes. Okay. Because the the masculine form of it is is pronounced this way, arif. But when we say it in the feminine form, we just you know say it quickly, mish arfa. Okay. Urakizu film Now this is modern standard Arabic. Okay. So we say Arakiz Arakiz Fil Muzakra. Misharfa Arakiz Fil Muzakra. 
As you guys can see, we transform the del sound into z. Egyptians, as always, tend to make everything easier. So we say muzakra, even though the word is written in its uh, original form, which is muzakra. This is the modern standard Arabic form of it. مش عارفة أركز في المذاكرة. And Sigal, every time you say I cannot read Egyptian, but you're doing a good job. Okay, uh, Eric, can you reply? Okay. معلش يا حبيبتي تخني ريحيسا وأمي كملي. Okay. معلش يا حبيبتي ادخلي ريحي ساعة وأمي كملي كملي. Because she's uh, addressing yes كملي. So here أنا تعبانة أوي. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. مش عارفة أركز في المذاكرة. مش عارفة literally means I don't know. عارف comes from يعرف. The verb يعرف. تعرف so and so and so. But in Egyptian we use it as can. Like if I ask uh, someone تعرف تفتح دي. Can you open this? So do you know how to open this? And it comes in this sense. So مش عارفة أركز. I can't. Concentrate في المذاكرة on studying. معلش يا حبيبتي, it's okay. Don't be sad. In this sense, it, it, she means, oh, okay, go, just take it easy. It's okay. Don't be sad. Don't be upset. Dear, حبيبتي, relax for an hour. ادخلي. Now here it means ادخلي, of course, referring to her, like ادخلي, um, go inside, have like uh, have a nap or something. ادخلي ريحي ساعة. Go relax for an hour and then resume studying. أمي كملي and then أمي let let's take it literally ادخلي get inside okay ريحي relax it comes in the in the sense of relax or taking a nap ساعة for an hour وأمي and then wake up get up كملي continue or resume so these are the literal meanings of those verbs now if it's in the masculine form can أويجو and عابد let's let's transform this let's do this challenging one. Can we read it, reread it again in the masculine form? Can you guys do that? Nice job. Okay, can, can I say, معلش يا حبيبي, ادخل ريح الساعة وكمل. Okay, great. معلش يا حبيبي. كمل. exactly, exactly. We omit all the yet at the end because this yet is used with the uh, imperative with the feminine form. So, ادخل, instead of ادخلي ريحي ساعة وأمي كملي, it would be ادخل ريح ساعة وأم كمل. Now we have a final uh, mini dialogue under this usage, which is to express or show sympathy. Okay, how about Sagal and Uwiju? <laughs> Okay. Innaharda Arabia Khiptit Fiya Khaptit if it's Alexandrian. Khabatit we we'd say Khabatit. But in Egyptian, in the uh, sorry in the Kyrene Egyptian Arabic we say Khiptit. Khiptit Fiya Wa'aitli Wa'aitli El Iksidom. Can you say that again? Wa'aitli El Iksidom. Okay. So we have we have two of and one ain. You would just uh, act as if it's a, a hamza. What li? What Yeah. What what li? 
it's a shadda on, on the qaf. So, مش وقعت لي. No, وقعت لي. وقعت لي. Exactly. So, uh, accident is like uh, accident? No, uh, accident is the bumper in the car. Oh, well, yeah. it's, it sounds like accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does sound like the word accident, but it's not. So, Segal, can you respond to Ouiju? Yeah, um, I just have a question before I... Uh, sure. Um, it's... Is that the Hamza? Like, or is it literal? Uh, we're going to read it with We mentioned one time that Qaf is, uh, is mostly transformed in Egyptian Arabic into Hamza, except with very, very minor words. Like when I say qarar as a decision, qissa as a story, and so on. Very, very few words that we stick to the original qaf uh, uttering or, or sound. But uh, the general rule is that every qaf is simply transformed into hamza. So it will be wa'a'it li. Wa'a, actually without the shadda, wa'a means to fall. Okay? When I say wa'a, adding the shadda, it means to make someone or something fall. So if I say Eric, wa'a, abid, it means that he has made abid to fall. But when I say Eric, Eric, wa'a, it means that Eric himself has fallen. So here it says, wa'a'it. This is the referring, uh, the, the, the feminine form referring to the Arabiya, because Arabiya is, is, is a feminine word. Wa'a'it li, for me. Wa'a'it li el exodom. Referring to my bumper, the bumper of my car, you know? Yeah, that makes so much sense. Thank you. Um, okay, I'll um, read the next. Ma'alish, get salima, il muhim inna kabikhair. Great. Ma'alish, get salima, il muhim inna kabikhair. So, in the today, Arabia, a car, khabatit, or khibtit, accordingly, fiya. Faya here doesn't mean literally uh, into me, it, because in Egyptian we don't really refer uh, like it's 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 understood from the context that I'm that I'm driving. So when I say faya, it doesn't mean literally into me, bumped into me rather, or crashed into me. It means crashed into mine, which which is my my car. And then what li el exodom. It it made my bumper fall off. Malish, never mind. Get salima. Now this is an expression, an idiomatic expression that we use. It's a minor thing. No, no, no. Um, we can say it's equal to the no big deal, although the no big deal uh, expression often comes with an indifferent tone. Although get salima is often with a consoling tone. El muhim, what's really important, what is important, innek, is that you, bekhir, you're okay, you're fine. As long as it's just in the car, that's that's a minor thing. So it's like, thank God. Go ahead. Yeah, can you tell me the original of the word accident? Because this is the first time that I heard it. Well, uh, it never actually crossed my mind, the origin of the word. But I can look that up. Maybe I can answer you this the next time. But usually, I, as far as I know, with, with the names related to car parts and so on, I think... Many of them come from originally French words, but of course with a with an Egyptian touch, you know. So like el fites, we say fites, and it's originally fites. We say direction 
referring to the direction. We say marcheder, and it's originally marcherière, for example. But I don't know what the exodome is. If you, if you know, since you're Algerian, maybe, is there anything uh, French close to this? I'm not sure. Exodome, it means um, headed. Yeah. But exodome, well, let me look that up. That's an interesting question. Malish get Salima. Now, get Salima, if you guys can see, uh, there is this footnote. Get Salima is interchangeable with Hasal Khir. She could have said, or he could have said the exact same word. Malish get Salima, Malish Hasal Khir. They, they both have the same uh, sense. Both mean it turned out soundly and are used to assure someone that an incident was minor and could have been worse. Thank God it's just this. It's nothing that happened to you. No, no health problem, no injuries, broken bones whatsoever. So get Salima literally means it came sound. Hasal khair literally means good has happened. Uh, so when we say get uh, Salima, uh, Salima is like with the same root as Salam. Salima coming from... Okay, now we, okay, we have in Arabic something called a root word. So the root word of, of this is salama. From salama you have uh, like many derivatives. If we're going to take nouns out of it, it will be something like uh, salam, which means peace. Salama means uh, something that is uh, the adjective of which is salima, which is safe and sound. Something like this for something to be sound. We have istislam, which means surrender. And we have islam, for example, which means submission, the name of the faith. So the all something that is very unique to the Arabic language is that all the derivatives from the very same root word have something in common. You can trace a, a sense of a meaning, a layer of meaning that is common between all those derivatives. So it has the sense of something being get salima that it's it's everything is is safe and sound, no damage, which is close semantically, or you can have. A common area semantically between this concept of salama and the concept of salam, which means peace. But it's not literally or directly derived from salam. So get salima is the adjective of salama, which means safety or for something to be sound. Okay, okay. Are you an Egyptian colloquial Arabic learner, a modern standard Arabic learner, a classical Arabic learner, an Arabic learner anyways, any other language learner? You've reached a new world. Well, a new language is a new world. Walk like an Egyptian. Rather, talk like an Egyptian. A book on key idiomatic expressions for sounding natural in Egyptian Arabic. Available on Amazon and Lingualism.com We can move to the next usage, which is imposition. Malish is sometimes used to ask for a favor as a sort of apology for the, imposi for the imposition. Malish, mumkin, aati? Okay. Correct, diacritics wise, but stress wise, it's not itfaddali, rather, itfaddali. Itfaddali? Itfaddali, yes. I think in, in the Levantine accent, itfaddali, they would. Uh, change the stress on the syllable. So the the Egyptian way, how to say this? It fadali. It's not a. It's like a, right? Ah, yes. A a would be you would find it alif yeh and then he. So malish, excuse me. 
ممكن عادي can I just pass or can I get past let's say you're in a queue you're in the street you're in a corridor you just want to someone is blocking the the road or something uh, the way sorry so excuse me can I just get past ممكن is it possible can I عادي and, and here we can learn that ممكن we can use it to to ask for anything ممكن so and so and use the verb طبعاً uh, sorry آه طبعاً yes sure اتفضلي please تفضلي like go ahead exactly the same sense of please in English okay between two co-workers uh, how about Segal and Eric this time معلش لو ينفع نبدل أجازتنا الأسبوع الجاي now here Alif is is uh, is masculine and uh, can be both can be masculine or feminine how did I know this from Uli because had it been feminine the response would be Ulili so Malish sorry to bother excuse me لو ينفع نبدل أجازتنا الأسبوع الجاي sometimes we use لو like the um, the if conditional sense of a sentence to, uh, without even, you know, just the first part of it, to ask for a possibility. لو ينفع أجي لو ممكن نعمل so and so and so on. So here he's telling her or him, معلش لو ينفع نبدل أجازتنا الأسبوع الجاي with a question tone, if we can switch our days off next week, no problem, مفيش مشكلة, literally. مفيش مشكلة. There's no problem. No problem. Only tell me. تحب نزبط هزاي. How would you like us to arrange it? نزبط like how would we arrange it together? نزبط also is is a is a very interesting Egyptian verb that we use in in many contexts. It has a wide range of meanings. نزبط like to plan, to uh, organize, to arrange something, or to fix sometimes, and so on. Can we read the next one? معلش هتعبك بس ممكن تجيبلي كوباية مية. تجيبلي. تجيبلي. كوباية مية. كوباية كوباية مية. طبعاً يا عمو حسواني تكون عندك. Okay, now this is the Algerian accent. طبعاً يا عمو سواني تكون عندك. عند the Egyptian way you say it عند. So, معلش هتعبك. Sorry to bother. هتعبك. I will bother you. I'm sorry. I will exhaust you with this, with this request or with this uh, favor. معلش هتعبك. This is like an old person addressing a younger one, maybe a relative, an uncle, or or, or a grandparent, something like this. معلش هتعبك. بس sorry to bother. بس ممكن تجيبلي كوباية مية. Can you just can you just please تجيبلي تجيب when it's not connected with a suffix like li for me, we say yigib, tigib, to bring, okay? But when we add gibli or when we add the li afterwards, the vowel so- sound is shortened. So we say tigibli. We just say it quicker. Mumkin tigibli, kubeya means a glass, maya means water. But since it's, it's merged, when we say kubeyit maya, we pronounce the sound in the tap marbut. Okay, so if it's just if I'm going to stop, 
If I will stop there, I just need a glass, an empty glass, I would say. ممكن تجيب لي كوباية. But since it's filled with something, a glass of water, a glass of so-and-so, I would say كوباية مية. Quick question. Sure. Yes, the, the, the standard Arabic form of it is kub. Yeah. So, let's go to the next usage, which is for apology. Malish is used as an apology for an unintentional inconvenience. Like, for example, especially when bumping into someone or stepping on their feet and so on. Yes, Ammu. Like the previous one, in the previous one we said Tabani Ammu, sure uncle, which can be a real paternal or maternal uh, uncle or just a family friend or just a family friend, maybe the friend of my father, I would address him saying Ammu as well. Just for respect, I guess. Yes, yes. I think in, in other uh, cultures, I, I'm not sure about the, the European, maybe Ouija would help us, but in the American culture, for example, they would, for example, they would address their father-in-law with their first name. Now, that's not possible at all in our culture. Yeah, it's, it's almost never done in, uh, my, well, in my country. So, in, I believe also in all the Eastern Europe, uh-huh. you don't all usually do that, like, you know, saying, uh, addressing your in-laws on the first name. But I, can, I could add that uh, in Romania, sometimes would be appropriate, also maybe regionally, to call, for example, an older woman that you don't know you could also call her aunt. Yes. Aunt. So I think the Eastern European culture is is more Eastern, more Oriental, like closer in, yeah, in, in yeah. that sense. So, yes, Especially we do. Since in, in, the, in the older Romanian principalities, we were very influenced by the, by the, first by the Byzantine Empire and then by the Ottoman Empire. So, yes, sure. All the, the cultural mishmash is, is present, it's felt. So, like, now in this sense, of course, yam, this is, uh, this is a very tense uh, dialogue. It's almost turning into a fight. Actually, as, while I was writing this book, I was sometimes recalling, uh, like, real uh, conversations that I, that I lived myself. So this was actually something that I saw uh, as I was once uh, standing in the street and someone was getting down a bus and someone getting on the bus and it was uh, the traffic was horrible and everyone was it was just the rush hour everyone is just very uh tense and so on so someone bumped into the other as as this was happening and literally this means hey watch out now that's not the literal meaning but that's the practical meaning and it gives the sense of are you blind really like Open your eyes. Let your eyes see. I will, I will tell you the original uh, conversation shortly. So, but here, let's, let's just go with, with this dialogue. Stay tuned for the real story. Anyways. Malish, sorry. Here it means malish. Also, some people would say that. Which is, excuse me, sorry. 
Now the man is is not uh, fine with this. He's he's still angry. So he say, "Malish, di What would I do with malish? Asrifha means yusrif means to pay something or to receive something. We use the verb when, for example, if I am entitled to uh, receive like certain uh, subsidies or something like that, I would go to a certain place and asrif something. It doesn't mean that I pay the money. It, it means here in this sense that I get what I'm entitled to with a certain document or something like this. Asrif. So I receive something. I get something. Benefit. So it, it has the meaning of benefit. Now in this idiomatic expressions with yasrif hamnin, so in, of course this is a very minor incident and it happens all day, but, but the man was angry. So this is an angry and an and intense situation. What will I gain from your sorry? This is the practical meaning of it. What am I going to do with this malish? What is it going to get me? So the man gets even angrier. The tone is, is, is getting higher. It's, it's over. Enough. Now this is a very angry tone. We've already said sorry. Enough is enough. You know? I said sorry, man. But here it's Yam. Yam, khalas. Yam, we usually, men usually uh, address each other with Yam in very friendly context. Yam, khalas, ba'a. Like friends, when, when, they, when they address each other, they can use this word, Yam. Yam, ta'ala, bas. Just come and, and then we will see what will happen. But here it's used as an angry tone. Yam, mahalas yam. Enough is enough, man. You know, something like this. Now, back to the original uh, incident, speaking of, actually, the man said, And then he went on. He was even more rude. And Tama, are you blind? And so the, the guy said, I'm actually blind. And the man instantly apologized. I'm really sorry. Uh, and he got up on the bus again and, and gave the man a pat on the shoulder. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to say this. So it was uh, quite a moving incident. Yes, it, th- this is an incident that I witnessed. It didn't take a couple of seconds, but it really um, was a powerful incident. Because often we use so many uh, words without even thinking that it would hurt someone. This is something that so many people say. Are you blind? Just, you know, just watch out. What, what are you doing? I'm actually blind. <laughs> you know, this was the response. But it's good that the man instantly tried to console the, uh, the guy. We can go to the next mini dialogue you broke it we don't say Tuhu is the, the modern standard. <laughs> so, fa'iltahu, <laughs> the diacritic on the ha at the end. No, we do, we, we, we keep it sukun. Amiltu. Ehillinta amiltu da kasartaha. Ehillu, inta amiltu da kasartaha. Can you, can you give it another try? Manish ha'ak aliya, hajiblik. You, sh- you sure it's Hajiblek? Hagiblek. Uh-huh, that's, yes. Hagiblek. Just like when we say Hagib, uh, if, if, if we don't have a prefix, uh, a personal pronoun prefix, we say it with the, the original uh, pronunciation of it. Hagib, Yigib, Tigib. But when it's pr- um, followed with a prefix, Hagiblek. I'll bring for you 
So we uh, shorten the vowel sound. إيه اللي انت عملته ده or إيه اللي انت عملته ده if it's Kyrene and, and that's okay. I need to get rid of my Alexandrian touch. إيه اللي انت عملته ده كسرتها. What have you done? What is it that you have done? You broke it. كسرتها. معلش. Sorry. حقك عليا. حقك عليا also is an, another uh, apology statement. حقك عليا. It's my mistake. هجيب لك غيرها. I'll get you another one. غير. Other or another. غيرها. Referring to this thing that has been broken, which we do not know. هجيب لك غيرها. I'll just bring you. I'll get you another one. Can you tell me again how can we pronounce غيرها? غيرها. 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 This is why you can see double sukun. A sukun on the on the ye and the sukun on the ra. غيرها. This means that we're not going to give a diacritic sound to the ye. So it it's playing a vowel function. The next usage is correction. Often preceded by le, sometimes, often, and spoken with a serious angry tone. When I say la malish, now this, this means that this is a correction, a correction statement coming on its way. With a serious tone, or a, corrective, a correcting tone, or an angry tone sometimes, it is used to correct someone and absolve oneself from responsibility, that is, to set the record straight. Let's read this dialogue. Hadrettik. طلبات مبطوط يجيل لك خمسة العصر لا معلش ثانية واحدة أنا اتصلت امبراح وبلغتكم إني لغت البعد It should have been حضرتك طلبت Had it been طلبتي We would have seen the yeah in the verb طلبت حضرتك طلبتي مندوب So we will take both scenarios anyway حضرتك طلبت مندوب يجيلك بكرة خمسة العصر حضرتك طلبتي مندوب يجيلك بكرة خمسة العصر لا معلش لا معلش both can work ثانية واحدة just a moment you know just like let's take a pause here the very first sentence means you requested a representative a rep to come over to your place to come to you tomorrow at 5 p.m. right Now, this is like a customer service uh, call or something. And so she's like, uh-oh, or he's like, uh-oh, no. No, excuse me. Hold on a second. I called yesterday and canceled the appointment. Just to get things straight. La malish. La malish. No, excuse me. Here's an, a correction coming on its way. Sanya wahda, just a moment. Hold, a, hold on a second. I called yesterday. And... I informed you إني لغيت المعيد that I cancelled the appointment. Any questions? Do um, you use like in the Egyptian dialogue the or is it always um, this one? Depends on the context but they're mostly interchangeable. I can say la 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 but in, in this context it's سانية واحدة. سانية واحدة is, is often used to just like in the English statement hold on a second just a corrective tone you know. I'm about to correct something. But if I'm just saying, uh, wait for me, just hold on a second, a normal, neutral sound, like tone, I would say, hold on a second. It doesn't really matter. But the most commonly used is because it's easier to utter, as simple as this, I guess. It's, it's more frequent to say, I say it more than anything, more than any other statement. It's easier to say. 
But we know, we mutually know that it's not going to be a second. And now we are all the way to the final mini dialogue. Again, just give it an Egyptian touch. Can you just give it one final shot? One Egyptian ingredient missing. Yeah, but I don't see the difference. Nerga, not nerja. Okay. Nerga. Nerga, okay. Now that's the missing Egyptian ingredient. Okay. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, is the proper pronunciation of the of the of the country. We see in the modern standard Arabic it's Masr, but in Egyptian we say Masr. You know Masr it has another meaning in Arabic in modern standard Arabic. Uh can you share the other meaning? We say Amsar. It means like places, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. I think this is exactly how uh, Egypt was named. When it became under the Muslim Arab rule, it became a Misr, among the Amsar. So this was like, it, it adopted this name from the name of the, from this word, Misr. So it, uh, I think uh, by time it became a alam, like a name. Etymologically That's speaking, this is how Misr received its, Egypt, its, its Arabic name. From the very same, from the very same Arabic word meaning a place or a district, but referring to what we call in our modern times a country. Back in time, there wasn't really that concept. We also uh, uh, that's really interesting because we also have we say uh, like this headscarf. We say uh, Misr. <laughs> well, you know what? Another fun funny thing is that in in Turkish, for example, they say Misr, Misr. With, with a capital M, it refers to Egypt. With a small M, it refers to popcorn. So it's really... That's, so this is something... And guess what? Uh, one of them told me that, that her friends used to say this silly joke just to tease her. In, in Turkish, they have the verb patlamak, which means to explode. Or... Uh, and and the, same, the very same uh, verb is used if you want to make popcorn. Because they literally explode in a way. <laughs> you know, they just pop up, you know? So to say, let's make some popcorn is exactly, let's blow up Egypt. So <laughs> they would say this joke sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of Misr, Misr. And so Misr in, in Somalian means a headscarf or, or Masr? Uh, Misr. We actually, wait, wait, with we a Kasra? Uh, with a the, Kasra. We, yeah, with the, um, so with the Fatha, Masr is... The headscarf, but with the one with uh, the kasra, it's uh, the green beans. Okay, well, so from popcorn to scarves to green beans, okie dokies. <laughs> Let's stick to the original meaning, a place. That's really funny. Languages are the most mesmerizing human feature. You know, it's, it's just a miracle in itself. Really interesting. خلاص لو كده هنضطر نرجع على مصر. Uwiju, your turn. Sorry for making you wait that long. مش مشكلة. لا معلش ده ما كانش اتفقنا احنا قلنا هنرجع لما اولادك يدخلوا كلهم. The first part of the sentence you 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 pronounced it very correct. لا معلش. No 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 no, excuse me. ده ما كانش اتفقنا. This wasn't 
our deal. This is not what we agreed on. This was not our agreement. إحنا قلنا We agreed here. We said. It means literally we said before. إحنا قلنا We said referring or relating to a previous conversation that took place and they both reached this agreement. إحنا قلنا هنرجع We will get back لما When الأولاد يدخلوا الكلية When the kids go to university. Can you read it one more time? لا معلش ده ما كانش اتفقنا احنا قلنا هنرجع لما اولادك يدخلوا الكليه Okay now Ouija you said لما الاولادك it's, it's just الاولاد the kids it's not your kids okay and even if even if it's going to be اولادك if she's just if it's that if if it tends to that extent when your kids reach uh, university So it, it would be أولادك without إل. We cannot say إل أولادك. It doesn't work. Yes. Okay, so it's either أولادك or إل أولاد. Here it's just إل أولاد, the kids. When the kids, referring to both of their kids. يدخلوا. Now here the ألف, the ألف at the end is silent. But when we say, when we see well ألف, we uh, automatically realize that this is a verb with they. The well alif in proper Arabic and in Egyptian Arabic as well, when used as a suffix at the end of a verb, it's a, pr- a personal pronoun re- uh, referring to they. When they enter, يدخلوا. When they go to college or when they go to university. خلاص, لو كده هنضطر نرجع على مصر. Well, that's that. لو كده, if that's the case, in that case, we'll have to return to Egypt. So, let's just recap quickly the usages that we have covered so far. So, ma'lish, like we said, is taken from the proper modern standard Arabic phrase, ma'alayhi shay, nothing against it, and is used in very um, different situations. Sometimes it, it's used to express sympathy. Sometimes it's used to, to ask for something, for the imposition, and sometimes it's used as an apology. And the last usage that we have covered is the one preceded, often preceded with la malish, which is a correction. It's used for correction and to set things back on track or, or set the record straight. So I, I hope you guys made some practicing today and learned something new. And if you have any questions, I'll be all ears. Thank you for being here and tutoring us so well. It's very useful to make this reading practice. The pleasure is mine, Uiju. Thank you for the time, Ustad Ala. Is it Ala or Ala? Well, this is the story of my life. Ala is a masculine name. But since there is no Ain in English, it's transcribed exactly as Ala. Now, my name is Ala in the proper Arabic. Ala. So it's an Alif with a Madda and then La. Ala. Which is, which means blessings or graces. It's a plural word. It's a Quranic word. The most frequency of it is in Surat Ar-Rahman, if, if, if you are familiar with it, Sagal. And Eric, of course, might be familiar with it. Which of your Lord's favors can you deny? It's a very, very recurring uh, ayah, recurring uh, sign in, in the Quran, in this chapter precisely. So this is the meaning of the name. On the other hand, it means uh, elevation. And it's a masculine name. Thank you for the correction, Mr. Ala. I won't pronounce it. I'll try my... <laughs> no worries. 
I'm I'm joking about it. Story of my life. So no no worries, no problem. I know my my name is hard to pronounce for anyone, even especially for non-Arabs. And among Arabs, they're they're always confused with Ale. So that's fine. I got used to it. <laughs> what about Segal? What does Segal mean? Um. So Segal means basically. Uh, how do you say in Arabic? Uh, the season when it rains. Segal. Is it originally Arabic? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't think it is because okay. I like I've never. This is the first. Uh, I've never. I tried like to um search people uh who are familiar with this name like in the Middle East or you know in North Africa, but I haven't found any. Are you referring to shite, fasl shite, or al matar, rain? When you say rain, fasl shite. That's the one I'm referring huh. to because. Um, yeah, in my native language, it means uh, like literally just you know, fasl shita. That's what it means. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it both written and also spoken. Interesting. Yeah. So, like I said, it's just a miracle in itself, the fact that we speak all these different languages, and how they evolve and you know, like um, I don't know, reproduce in a sense. So, uh, thank you so much for today. Thank you for listening to Tripod, the trilingual podcast in its English version. You don't have to like, share, or repost. And we don't have to ask you for this. Just do what you feel like you want to do. Looking forward to having you back.